So every spren we talked about last week was one of those rinky-dink, goody-two-shoes little spren of honor and cultivation and meh-meh-meh. But there is, of course, one more shard on the planet of Roshar, who is doing all his awesome, evil-doing stuff, and that is, of course, Odium, the big, big baddie. So, this week on the World Hopper's Guide, we'll talk about the Void Spren. Spoilers through Oathbringer, and let's get evil. Odium Spren are known as Void Spren. While normal listener forms appear to come from the natural bond with the Spren of Roshar, Odium Spren confer different, unusual effects. First, of course, there are the Void Spren that we actually see on the page in Oathbringer. Yixli is the Spren who guides Shen and the other Parsmen towards Kolinar. Described as a yellow humanoid with shin-like eyes, Yixli and those types of Spren act as guides and can apparently predict the Everstorms. Notably, the fact that they look like Shin humanoids means that these Spren were likely created thanks to human cognition before arriving on Roshar, which was when the Epicanthic Folds, the sort of Asian-esque eyes that the Rosharans have, that's when that became more prominent. Screamers, of course, are another type of Spren that appear to be able to sense the use of Investiture, and they are the main means by which the Fabrials in Kolinar were destroyed and also limited Kaladin's ability to use lashings in the city. Then there are the more interesting kinds, the Regals. Regals are a type of void spren that bind the singers, destroying the bond with the old spren. This confers one of the forms of power, storm form, envoy form, decay form, smoke form, and night form. Both Eshenai and Venli have bonded these spren, Eshenai with storm form, and Venli eventually with envoy form. Notably, this spren bond doesn't destroy the singer the way that bonding a fuse does. It affects their personality, allowing them to hear more of the rhythms, but Venli is still Venli by the time of Oathbringer. Also, we see that this type of spren can be captured by another. Timber, Venli's light spren, manages to capture her void spren and create the Nahil bond with her. But then we get to the big bad, the unmade. Nine uber-powerful spren of various levels of sentience, these are some of Odium's biggest movers and shakers. Let's break them down because I know they are hard to remember sometimes. So, let's do a quick recap. We can start with the most present ones. Nergaul, also known as the Thrill, is one of the unmade that we meet in Oathbringer. Manifesting as a powerful red mist, Nergaul is an animalistic spren that just truly loves the thrill of the fight. He has spent most of his time in the last few centuries in Alethkar, giving the Alethi the power of the thrill. That's basically just a super-juiced magic adrenaline shot. Odium is able to control Nergaul, though, and sends him to Yakaved to make the civil wars more deadly. This removes the ability for the Alethi to feel the thrill during that time. Eventually, he's brought back to Thalen City, where he fills the minds of the Sadius soldiers, allowing Odium to more easily control them. When Dalinar Colon steps into the mist with the perfect ruby, he praises Nergaul and thanks him for the power he lent. And the thrill seems to appreciate that, like a child looking for validation. Dalinar lures him in one more time, and then traps him in the gem. Next, there's Reishapir, the Midnight Mother. This is the creature that haunted Erythru in the beginning of Oathbringer, a dark, inky smoke that corrupted the entire tower. She seems almost childlike, attempting to understand humans by mimicking the acts of violence that she sees in the tower. Sadius' murder, Shallan injuring a Horn Eater, and more. She's eventually tracked down by Shallan in Bridge 4, where she begins to spew the Midnight Essence and create a multitude of enemies. However, when Shallan touches her, Reishapir flees, possibly because she was trapped last time by a Lightweaver as well. Moalok is the cause of the Death Rattles, and is another mindless unmade who we've heard of, and seen the consequences of, 
but we've never actually met. His location is closely watched by Teravangian, the King of Carbaronth, who bleeds people to death in order to hear the rattles. Moloch apparently gives people in their death throes the ability to see into the spiritual realm and see the future. We see some of the death rattles have already come true, and currently Moloch has taken up residence in the Horn Eater Peaks. It's unclear how much power Odium has over him. Yelignar, the Blightwind, he of crazy crystal monster fame, is next up. We've seen Yelignar mainly in the form of the purple crystal swallowed by Queen Aesidon Colon and by Bright Lord Meridus Amaram. Yelignar takes the form of dark smoke in the cognitive and physical realms, but when a certain smoke stone is consumed by a person, he is able to bond with them. This starts making crystals grow inside of the person, creating an amethyst gem heart, and also seeming to grant the user the ability to use all ten surges. When Aesidon absorbed him, she was eventually destroyed by the power, but when Amaram did so, he seemed able to take control. With Yelignar, he fought Kaladin at the Battle of Thalen Field, making use of all of the surges and wielding two shard blades at once, until he was put down by a shard bow arrow from rock. We assume that Yelignar is still out there. Ashirtmarn, the Heart of the Revel, is another one of the mindless unmade, and is one of the four present in Kolinar. Taking the form of a giant black beating heart, Ashirtmarn completely blanketed the Oathgate platform and drove the Cult of Moments to their endless party. He seems to be a sheer force of indulgence, though it's clear that Odium exerts a level of control over him. He disappears from the Oathgate when Shallan arrives, a move which is actually a trap for Odium. With the Oathgate corrupted, using it should have killed the entire group. And that brings us to Sia'anat, the Taker of Secrets. Sia'anat, I think it's a Y sound, it's S-J-A, but that's how J's are pronounced, I think, in Roshar. So Sia'anat is one of the more interesting unmades, with a self-awareness and the ability to somehow corrupt other Spren. She's the one who corrupted the Oathgate in a move that Odium meant to kill the Radiance, and she has corrupted other Spren in Kolonar and beyond. This sort of corruption changes the form and color of the Spren, giving them some of Odium's investiture, and allowing them to deliver information to and from Sia'anat. They behave differently in Fabrials too, but so far we haven't seen any active danger from the corrupted Spren beyond the Oathgate platform. Notably, she's also corrupted Gliss, Renarin Colin's Truth Watcher Spren. We don't know what Gliss is supposed to be or do, and it seems like he's not on Odium's side despite the corruption, but it also means that Renarin is not technically a Truth Watcher. Beyond that, Sia'anat is unusual because, as mentioned before, she is self-aware, and appears to be interested in defecting from Odium's side. When Shallan activated the corrupted Oathgate platform, Sia'anat managed to somehow lessen the effect, so that instead of being killed, the Kolinar party was dropped into Shadesmar, a blatant deception played on Odium. Taking the form of a shadowy woman who only appears in mirrors, Sia'anat has personally reached out to Shallan, asking her for help in defecting from Odium's side. We're unclear on her motives beyond the fact that she cares for her corrupted children, but by the end of Oathbringer, Marais and the Ghostbloods have tasked Shallan with bringing the Unmade to them, instead of to the Radiance. Considerably less is known about the last three Unmade, because we simply haven't seen them. Ba'ado Mishram was described as one of the most intelligent Unmade, a High Princess General with the ability to grant Void Light to Singers. It's believed that she was responsible for the False Desolation, that is, after Harietiam, when the Heralds left Taun to withstand Odium's torture, somehow the Singers managed to begin using Voidlight again and fighting back, even without the power of the Fused. It's believed that this was the work of Ba'ado Mishram. Best we understand, she was captured by a strike team of Radiance led by a Bondsmith. Beyond that, next to nothing is known about Kemo Arish, 
and all we know about Diagonarthus is that they might have been involved in the scouring of Imia, which we also don't know a whole lot about. But yeah, this was just a quick addendum to last week's episode of the World Hopper's Guide, as I deal with finals and whatnot, so... But yeah, I hope this little little rundown of the Void Spren helped a little bit, and helped sort of solidify those ideas in your head. Generally, on your reread, um, it gets a little easier to remember them. But uh, yeah, with that, I think thank you for listening to this episode of the World Hopper's Guide. Um, thanks to Kevin McLeod for the intro music. Thanks to the Coppermine for the information. If you have any ideas for future episodes of the World Hopper's Guide, leave a comment on Reddit or send me an email at worldhoppersguide at gmail.com. If you like the show, feel free to tell all your Cosmere-aware friends about it. Uh, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes or whatever if you'd like. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening and uh, see you next time.